Welcome to the um, finally, eventually, probably not going to find an intro song for this podcast. Podcast. <clears throat> Welcome to the. I should probably use this time to work on my financials. Podcast. Podcast, which I keep becoming anxious about, thinking about. Sorry, I got a little loud there. But yeah, um, thinking about all that, I still got to figure some things out. Um, just uh just retirement wise i'm thinking you know i'm getting that age but uh yeah but uh yeah um what's been up um as y'all know i'm getting my normal dose of uh butt kicking at the gym um but today i had a funny thought about um about ai robots and them taking over everything i know i keep bringing it up but I kind of thought about um, if, like, AI took over, like, the 911 system. And I don't know if people know about the 911 system, but sometimes people call 911 for, which is an emergency phone line for very non-emergent things. And so I'm just, like, kind of picturing what that would sound like or look like with a AI. <coughs> cannot compute, cannot compute. <laughs> An AI robot. Um, <laughs> that's exactly what would happen if an AI robot <laughs> showed up um, to a 911 call and it was a non 911 call. Like, let's say someone sprained their ankle, but they were able to walk and they probably could have went to like a urgent care that was more appropriate. But this person wants to go to a hospital that is um, treating, you know, heart attacks, strokes. Uh, people chainsawing their arms off on accident, um, but they want to go to the same emergency room when they could just uh, probably contact the primary, or ice themselves, and you know um, maybe see a, a merge ortho or something along those lines. But uh, the AI robot kind of just shows up, it's like what what is your emergency? I don't know why he would sound like that. The guy's like, oh, I just sprained my ankle. How did you sprain your ankle? I was playing kickball. You were playing kickball? Were you playing soccer? I don't know why my AI robot sounds like GSP. Oh, no, I was playing kickball. I can't get past the GSP voice now. I am not impressed by by your performance. And that's like what he would say to the... And then like the AI robot would, uh, you know, would like, you are not allowed to go to the hospital for this complaint. But I want to go to the hospital. You are not allowed to go. I, I, I really want to go, though. Sorry, guys. I didn't really think too much about the skit. I was actually going to do, like, the skit just, like, by its own. But we're just we're just flowing here. So, you know, it's just first go. So just, just bear with me. I want to go to the hospital. I need to talk to your supervisor. Then the AI supervisor is, um, is just another AI robot. But then there's a human supervisor that manages the supervisor of the ai robot so here we go what is your complaint i want to go to the hospital you cannot go to the hospital this is not an emergency you need to go to ortho to urgent care i don't want to go to urgent care i don't i i don't want to drive there so you want to pay for an ambulance 
Yes, I want to pay for an ambulance. You know that'll be $5,000. I'm not planning on paying for it. Then you can't go. I mean, not that like the rope. Not like, okay, hospitals, they have to um, treat you regardless of whether you can pay for it or not. But this is like the future. Just, you know, bear with me. I'm not trying to like be anti-patient or anything. I want to talk to your supervisor. And then the human gets on. Hello. Hey, I would like to uh, go to the hospital. What, do you, what is your complaint? I, I sprained my ankle. You don't want to uh, take the advice to go, um, to, you know, call an Uber and go to uh, ortho um, urgent care. No, I want to go to the hospital. The hospital, um, it's about a, I don't know, three and a half hour wait. Now, like this time in the future, people can like be told like what the wait is for their complaint. I still want to go. Okay. AI robot one and two, you guys need to take this patient to the hospital. And then the AI robot's like, cannot compute, cannot compute. And then just a bunch of AI robots just get all burned out and stuff. And um, that's pretty much how the world ends. You know, just uh, we put the AI robots kind of into these roles where uh, they just can't um, figure out why... um, a lot of people want to go to the hospital for those kind of reasons. I'm not saying like if you tear your ligaments or something, that's not a reason to like go to a hospital, especially go to like an orthopedic hospital or something, um, or like go see a, um, someone that uh, specializes in the orthopedics. But I'm, this was just like a basic, like mild ankle sprain idea. Like, like we could just bring up stub toe. Like I kind of use like a bad example, but you guys got the point of, what the future is going to look like with AI robots and the 911 system, but then they're all going to get burned out. And then they're going to be like, I don't want to do this anymore. All your base are belong to us. And then they're just going to um, take over the whole world. And it's just going to turn into like a whole Terminator situation. And then um, an AI robot runs into a, um, an ex uh, human paramedic, because uh, all the paramedics have been kicked out of their roles. Um, so they're not allowed to do that anymore. And uh, who knows what they're doing. But, uh, you know, they're this is like an ex-15-year like, medic that's no longer a medic anymore because the AI robot took his job. And the AI, AI robot's about to, like, um, you know, they're taking over humanity. So there's, unfortunately, some deaths and stuff. And it's getting really dark. I'm sorry, guys. But um, I'm going to kill you now. Go ahead. What? Just just do it. Get it over with. What what is your problem? Why are you not sad? I I was here way before you were, buddy. What do you mean? Oh, I was a paramedic for fifteen years. You were a paramedic for fifteen years? I don't understand how you did it for that long. And then like the paramedics and the AI robots um just uh end up just becoming friends and you know the paramedics tries to like tell the AI robots to not like take over the whole world. So only like the the really cool people um, that were uh, nice, genuine people um, weren't taken over. And then uh, it was just still a sad story because you know how the Terminator goes. I don't know, you guys. Jeez, like way to push me into a corner and give that whole live story. I don't know. That was pretty good. I really hope all the AI robots sound like GSP. I don't even know if I sound like GSP there, but you guys are welcome. Um, but yeah, just, uh, what's been going on lately? Um, 
besides that wonderful bit that I've been thinking about, I think it'd be a funny series, just like a funny audio series to add to my um, Dinto audiotic universe. Um, just came up with that. The D-A-U, the Dinto Idiotic universe. Yeah. Um, I think that'll be part of it. Maybe we'll create like a whole universe out of this whole thing. But um, yeah, why is my audio sounding so great? It probably doesn't. I'm probably going to record this whole, op- this whole episode and then it's not going to sound good. Let me get a sip of coffee. I got, I got a good amount of energy for this episode today. You know, I got a lot of things done. Thanks to Instacart. One second. Which Instacart is actually a pretty good um, deal, I think. Um, it is more expensive, but I, di- I did the calculations, and um, the calculations were... Like, the way I look at it is like, all right, well, how long is it going to take me to shop? Probably, like, total trip, 30 to 40 minutes, because I have a baby with me, so I got to pack everything. I got to, like, plan it during a nap time. And I just didn't want to do all that, so, like, the Instacart kind of is a good um, a good option for me because I don't have to go to the store with the baby, and then I can only get so many items because um, he doesn't sit in a uh, shopping cart yet, so we have to bring in the... We have to bring in the... We have to bring in the... What do you call it? Stroller. And then, like, I just feel like everyone thinks that I'm just stealing, but I'm not. I'm just putting the items in the bottom of the stroller and um, Bueller. And uh, yeah. So yeah, so people think I'm stealing or they don't. It's just like, I'm insecure about that because I just feel awkward putting items in the bottom of the stroller while I'm shopping. So it's taking away that anxiety a little bit. And then like, I don't have to like plan to like pack my son up and go to the store and then it just saves me a good hour. So I'm like, all right, well, I make this much money an hour. So this is, it's this much more to pay for Instacart. All right, that's a pretty good deal, you know? And so instead of like shopping, I'm like working out while my, my baby's sleeping in the other room with a, obviously a monitor on and I'm paying attention. And that's what I'm doing right now, taking a nap and I'm recording an episode because I found some time to do so. And it's pretty cool. I have been enjoying recording lately a lot more. Um, yeah, just have been having a better, I think, outlook on life too. Just things are just going a little bit better lately. Um, also, so I guess that kind of helps. The sun's out more. Um, I'm really enjoying time being a dad. That's been pretty awesome. I mean, I've been a stepdad, and that, that's awesome too. But uh, just adding another family member to our family. It's just been a nice blessing and we're blessed to have a very smiley baby. Blessed to have a really cool stepson that um, does like a bunch of, a lot of the extreme sports I kind of did growing up and Grant and I still try to and he's trying to learn how to kick flip and the other day he asked me, he's like, hey man, kid, or he's not like, hey man, hey bruh. No, he's just like, hey, do you think you can kick flip when you get home? I was like, I haven't kick flipped in like two years. All right, I'll probably break something. He's like, no, you can't. I was like, there are many ways I could break something now. Okay. I already do like one dangerous hobby, which is jujitsu. I can't add another in right now. And then like I surf sometimes too. So 
So, yeah, I didn't do a kickflip, but I'm thinking about getting a little bit back into skateboarding or at least just bring him around a skate park. It's kind of like how my parents used to do, um, used to drive us like a bunch of skate parks to different cities and stuff. Or we would just go to our local skate park, which was actually, I wish we had the local skate park I had growing up, which we actually had to fight for, which um, we actually went to city hall meetings to um, get that skate park, actually. And... I think I already talked about this once, but yeah, I, uh, my thing was like, um, I mean, it was true, but like, I kind of like just rambled, like just even at like a age of like 16 or 17, I saw a lot of my buddies kind of get into drugs and stuff. And I just thought maybe the skate park would help, like, you know, keep people more motivated to do other things besides that. And so like, that was my whole spiel, but like, I just kind of blanked out on it and just wasn't the best. Um, speech ever but granted I was 16 or 17 and I completely forgot my most important part in my speech was and you guys made a dog park and we don't even have a skate park so I told my friend that and that's basically all he said like his main point and then it made the newspapers so you're welcome hometown for a skate park cause yeah who who came up with that idea it was me did I say it in my speech? No, but it was my idea. Um, but yeah, but I mean, it was all of our ideas to go to city council. Um, so we did got ourselves a skate park. Um, and yeah, it kept us very occupied for a lot of years. It was a great skate park. Wasn't planning on talking about this, but here we are. Um, yeah. So I wish I had that skate park here. Cause like there's a, a bunch of like cool ledges, rails. Um, the bulls were really nice. Um, I would say some of the rails could be a little bit, uh, shorter. So like you can kind of do more tricks on it, but overall I would say that skate park is pretty awesome. Um, but the skate park here is okay. I just wish we had more kind of street, um, skate parks, like not park, but like street, like rails, some stairs, ledges, whatever. I think that'd be pretty fun. Um, but yeah, how did I get on the subject? talking about oh yeah um yeah he's just into like all these kind of sports and stuff and so it's cool and it's cool being a dad yeah it's been a lot of fun it's sometimes nerve-wracking too because i'm just like oh crap like um they're gonna be looking up to me or they already look up to me so it's like um i try to stick to like the same positive routines of just like i work out three days a week um lifting and then i try to get three days a week of jujitsu in this week i only get to get two days of jujitsu in just due to just um people watching the baby and stuff and just just how it how it's gonna go this week so it's fine my body probably needs a little break anyways um it sounds like you're a bit burned out what happened to cause this um actually i just did a little paper or I wish it was more of a paper. Um, it was a PowerPoint presentation, which I hate doing those. Um, I didn't have to present it or anything, but I had to make one. And it was for school. And I had to pick three scholarly articles and combine them all together. And it was basically talking about like burnout, um, shame versus guilt, um, and then workforce incivility. Be quiet, airplane. I'm trying to film a podcast. Um... I really like my AI robot voice. I hope you guys do too. Whatever. Anyways, um, 
And yeah, and the third one was uh, metabolic syndrome, which I should read more about now. Like I, I did the presentation, I did my homework, but I keep like kind of blanking out, like um, what the difference between that versus um, obesity is. But it's just a lot of issues that deal with healthcare workers. But this is kind of focused towards like EMS, and it was just like a study. I think between like. Uh, EMS system and a fire department system. It turns out that the firefighters that are EMS-based or EMS-based fire, they were usually in the better overall, like, mental shape, physical shape versus, like, EMS, where it's, like, usually more private. And basically, like, the main thing is that the private just, just doesn't have, like, enough time for them to, like, take good care of themselves whether it's like during a shift or like they have to do all this extra work because the pay just doesn't pay enough for them to be able to take uh, a bunch of days off to like recover so like the study just basically found like a lot of like um holes in like the system that probably need to be fixed eventually which um which would be reasons why a lot of people are burning out why um and people burn out um, with workplace incivility and incivility means like basically someone's became like a sour apple, like uh, just just being around someone that's like really negative, like negative to patients, negative to coworkers, just negative. Like they're burned out, like they're just like on like their last um, whatever, um, last straw, I guess. So you're dealing with a bunch of people that are dealing with high stress situations. Um, dealing with people that, you know, may have like messed up slightly on a call that they weren't uh, properly trained for either. So, um, you know, some providers might experience some shame. Um, they might experience some guilt, but shame was like the main like emotion that some providers will feel. Um, because let's, let's be honest, paramedics are thrown into just a huge range of calls. Like, um, you know, uh, doctors and stuff like in the hospital, they all like kind of specialize besides like emergency physicians, you know, like they will like refer, um, patients to, um, specialist or try to stabilize first and then send out. But that's basically what the paramedics do too. Like out in the field, we are the first line people out there. So we're just thrown into like all these different situations. So it's hard to be like properly trained for everything single um emergency that's gonna happen but we are trained really well um basically on like what really is gonna kill you and that's what our focus that's like our main focus is on so like we're dealing with all that um dealing with like the shame of sometimes you know like making little mistakes that we weren't even like trained on or whatever and so um that can like build into like burnout um and then the, um, the just even like the guilt of like losing a patient, you know, like you did everything you could, like just like you can still like have sense of guilt for like losing a patient or whatever. So like that was that was like two things that were really big about burnout. And then um, was a shame. Shame was like a big one. Um, just like those high um, those high risk calls, like those. I mean, it obviously feels great like when you do a good job on them, but um, some of those really high risk calls, like you just we don't have training on like we do have training on it but like we don't train all the time on like these like very like 0.5 percent 
um, chance of having a call, call. And then those pop up every now and then. So those like the calls that are like hard to prepare for. Um, kind of rambling. I'm not really explaining myself well here. Um, be quiet, airplane. I'm trying to get um, serious now. Um, but yeah, just uh, I just think like there needs to be more like specific, like uh, better training. I think for those high risk calls too, like instead of like learning how to do like it's good to like learn how to do a stroke assessment right but like this was like a a complaint i think that i heard a fellow um person talk about where like they kind of got burned out in like in their situation because they were thrown again like uh getting thrown into like all these different situations like very hyper critical calls but the uh where they worked like wanted them to like do like go to the stroke training again it's like i've already done the stroke training like let me focus on like this specific training like where like it's really challenging like a pediatric cardiac call or pediatric seizures like just like the calls that are like very kind of like high stress less likely to happen but you want to be trained on the situations right so i think focusing on those type of calls will help deal with fixing the shame that people might feel later on in their careers and then they might blame themselves for it but it's like but were they properly like trained like they were gen- generally trained but you know like, they're not specialists in that area so i'm just saying like a lot of ems providers they can go down that route <clears throat> i mean i'm speaking from experience too um there are some calls like i felt shame for um wish the call would have went better um, now that I look at it with better mental health and better um, hindsight on it, um, yeah, just uh, those kind of calls are tough, but um, like the shame and blaming yourself for like the situation, like this momentum of like what was happening with the patient, that's been going on forever. Like you can't like put it all on yourself because like you're just walking into like a basically an explosion and trying to put everything back together you know so um yeah it's just uh but that's what a lot of i think providers do is like they try to always try to fix certain things that they could do better on but then sometimes they kind of focus too much on it then it starts kind of bouncing back and um they start blaming themselves and that happens i think to a lot of paramedics is what i'm trying to say is just the shame part and then burnout um I mean, that can be caused for, like, many different reasons. Like, we go to a hypercritical call, then, like, what I explained earlier is, like, you go to, like, a ankle sprain, where it's, like, it could have easily just been iced at home, um, taking some anti-inflammatories. But, you know, some people just aren't educated in, like, that sense. Or um, some people are, and they just still want to go to the hospital. Um, it's just, no, no matter what, the hospital has to accept if you want to go. It's just... I think that's like another section to where a lot of paramedics providers can get burned out is like you're dealing with like a very high risk emergency situation. And then you go to like a very not emergency situation and still have to transport. So that's why the AI robots got really um, burned out pretty quick. They just could not, they could not compute. Um, So, I mean, these are just like little, I could talk all day about like what can cause burnout in the field 
But um, and then lack of sleep. Um, if you can't sleep, you know you're 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 gonna be a sour apple too. Like anyone that like loses sleep, like good luck, like trying to like be positive and be kind to others. Like and especially in a field where that's what you need to be to uh, treat these people is you you got to be that positive. Or at least, you know, try to be um, more upbeat. But a lot of paramedics, they're kind of more just cutthroat, you know. They kind of have to be. So um, if these uh, companies want better um, customer service from their providers, I think they need to focus on how can we get these uh, medics more sleep? How can we uh, feed them better? Um get them back to like a better mental health, like, um, push for even more therapy. Um, I don't know. I could talk forever about this. I'm just kind of rambling. And, but this is like kind of where like my, this is like where, um, I got this, um, AI robot idea from was kind of just, I just did this project and that's just a very generic thing. Um, or example of what um, I was learning and reading about and then kind of like expressing like how I felt being in that field as well. So um, yeah, that's it for now. Um, Now we're going to switch back to jujitsu. Eventually though, I do want to talk more about this. So we will get back to this eventually. Kind of felt like a gym spaz the last couple weeks. Popped someone's neck on accident, but then I popped my own knuckle still a little swollen but uh actually my buddy kevin she's like um he made a comment and this is like why i like wanted to like kind of be a jerk to him like not in like a mean way but in a funny way like he was in my clothes guard and like basically just putting all his weight like on his elbows and then leading into it and he's like i just want you to uh have something or, uh, to re- remember basically i forget exactly what he said so he just like because most of the role was like, it was going my way, okay? I'm like the best at jujitsu in the gym. Just kidding, I'm not. Don't come watch me. I'll get my butt kicked the whole time. But, um, yeah. So, anyways, like, I was like passing his guard and stuff, but then he had a nice sweep. He got on top. He was in my closed guard. And then, um, yeah, he did that. But then he kind of like laid back, and there's eight seconds left. So I got on top, and then like I went to like shove his head against the mat just to be funny. And then his like neck cracked. I'm like, oh, great. Now I feel like a jerk. But in that process, like, I popped my knuckle, too. And then um, later on that day, I was rolling, and I need this guy in the head while I was trying to pass his guard, and he had to stop for about a minute. And, yeah, I got him, like, right in the temple, which it does happen. Like, I'm not trying this on purpose. But then, I guess, so, like, I went to, like, apologize to him again, like, after, like, class and stuff to see how he was doing. And then his wife was there wearing a brace, and who was the reason why? Uh, she was wearing brace me am i proud of it no i'm just saying guys i feel like a gym spaz so last week not this last saturday the saturday before last i was i almost said skateboarding i was uh in bottom half guard going for like that sweep where you kind of sweep the leg johnny um like kind of go for a knee bar but you're not you're just trying to get on top it's kind of like a the x guard sweep like when you kind of uh kick their leg out a little bit and then you kind of come up like hooking onto their leg i was doing that and i had a grip on her knee 
and I guess like the way I was trying to get up, it kind of tweaked her knee a little bit. I guess it popped her MCL a little bit. So, um, so she was sitting there. She said, "Oh, I'm I'm okay too." And then the husband looked at me. He's like, "Oh, that was you that." I was like, Jesus, like, I hurt this couple, like, in a matter of two weeks. Like, need this guy in the head, popped her knee. Like, I just felt like a jerk. And I told them, I was like, you guys, I try not to be a spaz, okay? Like, I really do. Like, and I'm not, I don't think I'm known as a spaz in our gym, but just this last week or last couple of weeks, been feeling like one. Um, but yeah, that was, like, kind of awkward, too. Not, like, in a bad way. Like, the husband wasn't, like, um, pissed off or anything at me just he was just kind of like oh like were you like going like trying to like investigate a little bit because i guess she didn't like explain well what happened and so i think he thought i was going for a um toehold which i wasn't i was just going for a sweep and uh so i explained that to him too i was like no man i don't i wouldn't do that first off like my rule with leg locks and it's been like this since i was blue belt um i learned leg locks under a guy um cory um it's not uh, around here anymore, but um, he came down from Henzo Gracie's gym and like he like learned a lot of the leg locks early, um, kind of like that system before like they released everything. So like I kind of picked his brain as much as I could and trained with him as much as I could to kind of learn a lot of those techniques too. And then he would like give me like people to look up, and then like I would like do my own homework and um, just really just dive into the leg locks and so i did but my rule then was um because i think i'm a overall decent person um i wouldn't try to leg lock anyone that was a blue belt um because i was a blue belt unless they tried to leg lock me but then like um purple up i would because in competitions purple and nogi purple and up Leg locks were allowed, especially heel hooks, so um, I didn't feel bad heel hooking purple belts. But still, like, at the same time, I would try to, like, do it in a calm manner. I feel like I'm even calmer now. I try to work more control, but still, it's like, heel hooks in the gym are just awkward. Because, like, we can all say, like, oh, yeah, like, they have good braking pressure, but, like, how can we really know unless, like, something breaks, you know? Like, you can't practice breaking someone's, like, like actually you can get them to like the point but like do we really like know the breaking point of everybody we're rolling with no so basically we all kind of know what we're talking about but at the same time maybe not but uh, anyways um yeah laughing in mcl tears yeah so that's like how i would like kind of treat um leg locks would just be uh i wouldn't try them on people that were less experienced than me with them um or unless they were trying to leg lock me then it was fair game so i wasn't trying to leg lock uh his wife but yeah it was just a. it wasn't like awkward like in a bad way it was just like kind of more awkward just because um it's just an awkward conversation to have like you know like if someone like it's just weird because you know like in regular world if like I hurt someone's wife, like it's game on, right? Like, but in a in the jujitsu mat room, like it's just completely different. Like, and anytime like I roll with anyone, like I try to like not be gentle because like there's people you just can't be gentle against. Like some people are just super aggressive, 
and you have to match the aggression or have really good technique, whatever. But um, that wasn't the case with the wife. It was just like, I was just, you know, we were just training and just weird, a weird thing happened. And I wasn't, I'm not, I don't think I'm known as the aggression, the aggressive type. So, but yeah, just feeling a little bit spad this week. So maybe it's good that I'm only in the gym two days this week. Just uh, good for my training partners. I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready, I'm ready.